Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those relationships that are the most important. The topic of today's podcast is why you should prepare for an empty nest while your kids are young. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. I just talked to a woman today who recently downloaded it and she was really grateful and said it was really practical in helping her. So I hope that you will do it as well. Just visit my website, tinaheisman.com to download it. And I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about why you should prepare for an empty nest while your kids are young. I can barely believe that I am old enough to be talking about this topic, but here I am staring my soon-to-be empty nest in the face. So one of my children is 19 and off in college, and the other is 16 and able to drive herself everywhere. Probably just like you, my husband and I have given nearly all of our time to our kids over the years, and we've really tried to love them well so they could launch well out into the world. We've made a lot of sacrifices, both as individuals and as a couple over the years, just like you probably have too, right? And that was so that we could do everything in our power to give our children a good life. And so I'm sure you can really relate with me on that. So my life coach from years ago would always remind me about preparing for the empty nest. Yeah, even when my kids were little, it's not really something you think about, right? Because you're so inundated with life flying at you in the moment. But she really touched my heart by saying that you don't want to suddenly wake up one day and look at your husband and not know who he is or what happened to the two of you. She said you need to prepare for the empty nest time by working on yourself and your relationship throughout time. Because many people wake up in their empty nest in an identity crisis. You might relate to this by, you might think something like, if I'm not a mom to kids, who am I? And so I wanted to record this podcast to encourage and inspire moms who are entering this phase like I am, and also for you younger moms, because I don't want you to suddenly wake up one day and not recognize yourself or the man in your bed. Because truly, the best thing you can do for your children is work on your marriage. And really, working on your marriage is a lifetime investment. So even though you're busy with your kids now, it is going to be a blessing to you later to put effort into having fun with your husband. So my husband and I have been having conversations about what we want this next season of our life to look like. We're realizing that we are going to have time on our hands for the first time in years, like since before having children. 
where we can both pursue things that are fun for us. And so that's really the first question to think about. What is fun for you? What do you like to do? You might need to look back a ways to get an answer to that question and think about what did you do for fun before you had kids, right? There are things that you did that were fun that got lost along the way and maybe you've even forgotten about them a little bit. But those are some of the questions that I've been asking myself and my husband's been asking his self. And one of the things that I landed on throughout this conversation was that I love to travel and explore. And I love history and historical buildings. And at this exact stage in my life, traveling abroad or um, even in the United States to lots of destinations isn't necessarily in the cards or really what I even want to do because I want to be mostly here with Alyssa. But what can I do that fits into my life? where traveling and exploration comes into play. And that's what I want you to think about. If you have some big goal like that, traveling abroad, but it's not something you necessarily are ready to do yet, what could you do? So what Paul and I have done is we started having Sunday fun days where we hit the road looking for cute little towns that are in driving distance to explore. We have been having so much fun. It's like almost addicting. And you want to know something else cool is our kids are cheering us on. They love it. They think it's great that we're doing it and they can't wait to hear about our adventures. So I wanted to share some of the fun with you to hopefully energize you and get you thinking about what you might do for fun with your husband. Um, One Sunday, we headed out to a town named Woodstock. It's where the movie Groundhog Day was filmed. Cute movie, right? And it was really fun to walk around this cute little town where they have this little Victorian town square and see the spots where the scenes happened in the movie. And they have this really cool opera house that was built in 1885 that was really fun to look at. And while we were there, we stopped for lunch and coffee, two different local restaurants. And that was really fun to patronize like small businesses and live the local experience a little bit. And then another weekend, we drove to a town called St. Charles, which is on the Fox River. And we had lunch at a cute little restaurant on the river and walked along the river walk there, which is lined with this really pretty park that had like rolling hills. It was just bustling with people on this Sunday. It was such a beautiful day. And we love seeing the historical buildings there and statues. And one building in particular was the Baker Hotel. Don't remember what year that was built, but we, I think the 18, or probably the 1900s, I think, early 1900s. We went inside there and saw that too. Super cool. And then on another Sunday, we stayed a little closer to our hometown and strolled through this quaint little village called Long Grove. Um, We really haven't taken a ton of time to explore it, even though we live close by, but We spent some time shopping at the cute stores and we had this awesome, authentic German meal at what is the oldest restaurant in the state of Illinois that has been continuously operating, which is pretty cool. It opened in 1847. How cool is that? I love that. And then we also ventured to another town one weekend. It's called Ottawa. And that town is famous because it was the location of the first Lincoln-Douglas senatorial debate in 1858. 
that town's got this really pretty park in the center of town called Washington Square. And it's got these huge bronze statues of Lincoln and Douglas. And so that was fun to walk around. And they have a lot of murals on the walls there, uh, the outside of buildings that are really cool to look at. And so we grabbed a meal at a local brewery there. And we also toured a 22-room mansion that was built in 1855. That was so cool. And then finally, this one's super recent, just this past weekend, we went to a pumpkin farm by ourselves. <laughs> that might seem so weird because that's normally what families with little kids do. But we are working on our, our decorations for fall and we know of this awesome pumpkin farm that is super cute and it has ginormous pumpkins. It's actually called Land of the Giants. So cool. So we headed out. It was about 45 minutes away and we had so much fun, just the two of us touring around the pumpkin farm and picking our perfect pumpkin and um, attempting to get it in the car, which is really fun. I don't even know how much these things weigh, but they are huge. <laughs> And so it's funny, I did post on Facebook about that, and I titled my Instagram, actually Instagram and Facebook, but I titled my Instagram caption, while the kids are away, the parents will play. And you guys, that's what we're doing. We are launching into a new time of play and fun, and I'm so excited about that. And I hope that these things that we're doing now to try to create more connection in our relationship and trying new things while we do still have a child at home, it's going to help give us a more solid foundation for the future. So we don't have that day of waking up and wondering who the heck we're staring at. We're trying to be really intentional about working our way into this transition. And I want to, you to take that with you. Even if your kids are much younger than mine, you can still take lessons from this, right? And so what is your takeaway from this today? What can you do with this information to make it practical? You know, I'm all about the practical. My prayer is that you will just take this information into your heart and start working on yourself and your relationship with the end in mind, right? With the end of this parenting journey. And I know that's hard to think about when you're in the middle of it, but think about this. What would it be like to schedule a fun date with your husband, like something new and different that you've never done before? And how great would it feel for you to go do something just for you? One of the ways I've been working on this is by going to the botanic gardens near my home. I've been doing that quite a bit this summer. It's been so wonderful. You know, sometimes I go alone and sometimes I bring a friend. It's just something that I love doing and I do it for myself. I just schedule the time in and I can't tell you how much of a difference that makes in my happiness, in my joy, in my life. And I want that for you too. And I, I want just thinking about even we're talking about like with the end in mind of your empty nest, it's also going to help strengthen your now, your now moments. If you and your husband have these fun little different things that you've been doing, my husband and I have done different things over the years, sort of like this. And I know other people have too. I have a friend on Facebook. I see her and her husband are trying out different supper clubs. like So like different restaurants that are specifically a supper club. And one thing that Paul and I did, um, this was many years ago, we would, whenever we would go to a new restaurant on a date, we would try their calamari like for an appetizer and like rank it. Like we had a, a note in our phones where we would rank who had the best 
calamari and I think it was Capital Grill if I remember correctly. So that probably wouldn't be such a surprise, but, um, and so, you know, that's something there. Um, other things that come to mind are, this is something you can do at home for really cheap, is like doing puzzles. We did had a little phase of that where we found all these cool puzzles that were of the city of Chicago and we did them and then framed them and hung them up in our basement. And so, and another cool memory. And so I just share these thoughts with you and these ideas to help inspire you to be doing these things for your marriage now and for the future. And taking care of your marriage is so important and yourself and if you would like help taking care of it so it will last and so you can feel like it's healthy and be secure and peaceful in it reach out to me for a complimentary consultation and we will come up with a plan for you so that you can be building upon that peace and knowing that you and your marriage are healthy and prepared for the long haul I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for listening in and I will talk to you soon.